0: Hello everyone, this week on Miss Connections we will be traveling to Cincinnati. We will take a look at the Manners Forum and we will be introducing two new short segments. Stick around, you're in for a great show.
1: Sometimes I go on Craigslist so I can't see. If anyone's tried to connect with me, sometimes I go. On Cranes, just so I can see. If anyone's tried to connect with me, I was just walking, paying. No, never mind, seems like that. When you passed me by, I felt the soft touch, your hand brushed into mine, or oh mine brushed into yours. Just let faith decide, cause then you looked back, and so did I, and we both smiled, but neither said hi, something was in the moment. I can't deny, I wish I wasn't just so shy. So I go on Craigslist sometimes just so I can't see if anyone's try to connect with me. Sometimes I go on Craigslist just so I can't see if anyone's tried to connect with me. Wow, that's uh, a that jingle, is courtesy of our very own Jingle Jack. Thank you, Jingle Jack. Thank you, Redline Society. Uh, Anyway, so this week, as Chloe said in the intro, we are going to be traveling to Cincinnati, and Chloe, I, I understand you might have a you might have a couple of little short posts to share with us before we start getting into the meat of everything. I do. Okay.
0: Okay. This first one is called Lost Gold Chain. Oh boy. I feel like you should read this because you could probably do the voice.
1: Wait, could I? Could I really? Yeah. Really, just, just give me a second. To read this.
0: Because you know exactly who we're profiling.
1: Oh, yes. yes. Okay, so this post is called Lost Gold Chain. Long shot, but I lost two gold chains at the WPAFE gym. I think they fell out of my pocket in the sauna about two weeks ago. They mean a lot and I'm willing to pay a reward. Thanks. Okay, seriously, though.
0: Real or fake gold?
1: Um, fake. <laughs> uh, what... Chad should have done is... Chad. Well, what else is his name going to be? Kyle. Ki- Kyle, or just Chief. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a name. He's just <laughs> So, I mean, the first day he loses his gold chains, he should probably like go look for him. Or he should be like, hey, maybe I should go back in the sauna that same day.
0: <clears throat> Why are you wearing gold chains in the sauna? Is that like... A given.
1: Well didn't they say it fell out of his pocket? Oh Oh, so he took him off but he didn't put him in his locker. And oh. hey he might uh he might not feel comfortable enough to change in the locker room. Mm. mm, so he just keeps everything on him.
0: Chad, you gotta work on that.
1: Chad, you Chad, put yourself out there. Alright, alright. Do you have any uh you have any more quick posts?
0: Um I think this is just a PSA. Sharon, contact me. Sheila, no spaces. Okay. Please contact me. I lost your number.
1: Okay, so... Um, Sharon. Okay, and, and to be clear, we're in Cincinnati right yes. now. Yes. Uh, Sharon.
0: Contact Sheila.
1: Contact Sheila, please. We're begging you.
0: She lost your number.
1: And she's resorted to posting on Craigslist for this. So, just keep that in mind. Um, I do have a... Uh, I do have a post that will be that will be able to segment right into my uh, my first big post that I want to talk about. Uh, this post is called uh, the the subject is need drained. Oh, good. N e e d d r a i n e d. Okay, uh, this is from Blanchester. Shout out Blanchester. Uh, white male need needs drained. An easy going here. 55. Slim build by Blanchester. Can host today or any evening. No games or drama. Just some fun. Obviously, some is spelled S-U-M. But everything else in this post, honestly, not a lot of spelling errors. I mm-hmm. it, there Okay, so there's some uh, punctual errors here. So you, so you got, um, is that what it is? Punctuation is punctual error? Sure. Sure. You know what? Yeah. I, look, I I didn't hey. I didn't take AP English, but uh, so it's every every idea is just kind of separated by a comma. There's no uh, periods or anything. Which hey, it's fine. You know, it's Craigslist. We're not all perfect. Uh, but this this one transitions right, and I think this might be the same person. I think this might be the same person who posted this next one. Um, this one's called "Looking for a Woman That Wants Owned." Uh, location, your place or hotel. Hello, looking for a lady or ladies who would like to be owned. I will be your owner. It, yours YR. Uh, I'm 38 male, ongoing preferred. Looking for a lady between 18 and 36, ideally. Please respond with a pick, availability, and your limit request, and when you are free. All three need to be included for a serious response. Do not contact me with unsolicited off- services or offers. I feel like I should put that in there every yeah. time. Uh So uh, Chloe, um anything anything strike you about this? Um do you think that this, this might be the same person?
0: I would agree on that for sure.
1: Cuz cuz this one's a little bit better grammatically and they but it's used still it, the same It's kind of the same theme yeah that w- i mean it, it i'm basing that off of uh the that wants owned and need drained it, i don't know it just it, a lot
0: of needs it, for it this sounds, guy i
1: know this what about giving what about giving that's my question okay so first of all um it's at one point it says ongoing preferred um if you are... If you own somebody, isn't that just assumed that it would be ongoing?
0: Yeah. I mean, if we're...
1: Because owning somebody means, like, they're your possession. You can't own somebody and then they're just like, all right, see you next week. Like...
0: Yeah, how does that work?
1: I don't... I don't know. Maybe... Is it just like a, like a one-night kind of owning thing? Or is it like, a, oh, no, like, you do forever. everything that I want? And... How would that be settled legally? If it's consensual, is it fine?
0: Is there consensual ownership? Isn't that just slavery?
1: I think that's just make consensual slavery. <laughs> Kink slavery? Kink, yeah. Kinky slavery. Mm-hmm. Kinky slavery. Huh.
0: Subcategory, now on Craigslist. Yes. Chad.
1: Well, the, well, what's, they've what's already your... taken off the personals on Craigslist, so I think that kinky slavery would probably have to be moved to some different <laughs> websites. But, um, and one more thing that I noticed about this post, um, okay, so please respond with a pick, availability, and your limit requests, oh. and when you are free. And he says all three need to be included for a serious response. Well, I counted four separate things there. So if if you give three, is that is that fine?
0: Three out of four, yeah. Three out of
1: four ain't bad.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's 75%. You could do a lot worse than 75%.
0: I think availability and when you are free are in the same
1: situation. Y- y- You know what? He, and and now that i look at that again i'm i'm glad that you're able to kind of <laughs> picture the whole sentence i'm just i'm just kind of segmenting things but yeah yeah availability and when you are free are definitely the same thing so i think i think this guy's just trying to play some mind tricks
0: he seems like the type
1: yeah well i mean if you want to be owned uh this <laughs> this guy is looking to own you but it's um, at
0: your place or hotel
1: yeah so that's a little and I, if it, if he's saying if he, if the first place that he's suggesting is your place, I'm guessing he's not gonna pay for the hotel room. So, just keep that in mind before you start getting owned. Anyways, Chloe, you got any uh, got any other posts you wanna, you wanna share? So... Oh. Oh, I did see this one. I did yes. see it. I'm glad that you. Yes. I'm glad that you brought this one out.
0: Okay. Um, this is called. Looking to be, your best you for 2019, Cincinnati. There is a photo. Um, I assume this is who posted it. A very.
1: He's a happy man. Uh, he, he's smiling. He's
0: a drink has the aviators.
1: He has the aviators hanging off of his shirt collar mm-hmm. with a an unbuttoned button down but shirt. It's, and
0: it's short sleeve.
1: And it's a short sleeve. Yeah, so yep. definitely casual. And he's got a nice tan on his mm-hmm. arms. Yeah. Not so much on his face, so I'm guessing he oh, yeah. I'm guessing he yeah. uh, doesn't take that mask off. <laughs>
0: that is that is correct.
1: He doesn't go mask off. No. Yeah. So um Yeah, but anyways, what what does our hero have to say? So,
0: he says, Looking for a blueprint to get in shape, look, and feel better? Maybe you're looking to change your wardrobe and gain more confidence. If this sounds like you, please contact me for all my services. This is for all generations, genders, and size. Today is the best day to change for the better. What's holding you back?
1: What's holding me back is the forced smile.
0: So... I was sold when I saw this. You
1: were sold?
0: I was sold.
1: Chloe, I don't... But why do you need... Do you need hey,
0: anything? Hey, listen. Did you,
1: just, re- did you reach out to this guy?
0: I did. I did. Oh! So, turns out... Um, I'll just give the first name. Kyle, of course. Kyle. And I just... I just mentioned my pinterest inspirations and how they're really hard for me to follow Mm -hmm. and he he responded right away within like a couple hours and he said his pinterest looked very similar to mine haha so quick connection yep um he gave some great tips he said that eating doesn't have to be boring bland and repetitive when you create create limitations on what you can eat you start to establish a negative mindset so he's for like positivity not necessarily like a diet it's just positivity oh what i gather because he mentions you can eat ice cream pizza and beer and still lose weight
1: that's right that's right yeah but you have to do it in a controlled way you have you know uh what's the what's the saying um everything in moderation yeah modest is hottest
0: modest is hottest
1: yeah so as long as you're modestly enjoying these snacks i don't see really any issue look i'm in great shape right now mm-hmm. and i eat i would say so yeah i eat like two roma frozen pizzas a week so
0: but they're the supremes
1: they're the supreme so, so... They, they do have vegetables <laughs> on them they do have vegetables on them so that's and that's how i that's how i live modestly like and, and you know and I can do, I can do everything else. I can I can exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be clear, listening audience, um, I that's not all that I eat during the week. I do have normal meals, but sometimes some days I'll just give up and I'll be like, hey, I'm really feeling like aroma pizza right mm-hmm. now, and then I can get myself one. But I mean, I think that we are on the same page as yeah. Kyle.
0: But. I, I'm not going to continue this because his services are apparently $60 for the first month and then $30 per month after. And his signature is sent from my iPhone.
1: Oh, So
0: it's a no for me, Kyle, but thank you. Thank wow. you.
1: Okay, well, so his marketing is all off. Mm-hmm. You, you can't charge more the first month than you do the later months. If anything, you'd want to go something like, hey, $25 for the first month if you like it, or even offer the first month for free if you are that confident yeah. in your services. Because, I mean, from the picture... Just and, look at him. And just just a little hot tip for the listening audience, you can go to our Instagram. Uh, it's Pod. No spaces, all lowercase, on Instagram, and you will be able to see the picture of Kyle. Uh, and we we can use this picture because he posted posted it online, and he was okay with this picture being seen already. Mm-hmm. So that'll be up. That's right right now. It's up on the Instagram. So if you want to go see Kyle, check him out. Uh, I think that this will make this post make a lot more sense to you. But anyways, what I was getting at. Is if you're confident in your service maybe offer something like uh, first month free and then after it's like 30 to forty dollars because because he what is he get, getting away 60 bucks the first month yeah. that just shows me that he's not confident in his services mm-hmm. and then he's not confident that he can keep clientele so uh, Kyle figure it out man figure it out so Chloe mm-hmm. we were talking about the post that we were going to uh, we we're gonna share today and we don't usually tell each other what post we are going to share um, we just kind of share titles of posts just to make sure we don't have the same one and today uh, before we started recording we were prepping a little bit and I asked what your two titles were and turns out that we have the same post that we wanted to share with the audience.
0: It's just so good.
1: Yeah. It's really, really good. That's, it's really, it's really deep stuff. Um, would you mind if I, if I take this one? Yes. Um, it's, there's a lot of, I'm going to be filling in a lot. Oh, we'll post the actual, uh, text of the post on Instagram, but just I'm just saying what I think this person is trying to uh, trying to communicate with everybody. So the title is I have information on People in Cincinnati Read. okay? I have disk from city Law Department names addresses of people being poisoned by drinking water. The disc is very extensive and it covers many years. All through the 85 Clean Water Act required Cincinnati to tell people they were being poisoned, but from what I found, that Cincinnati has been offering city contracts to any other than anyone other than whites. So currently, 53% of black. I guess they figure they laws don't apply to them. Um, so I'm gonna. I think. Uh, To anyone other than whites, so currently 53% of black people are poisoned by the drinking water in Cincinnati. Okay, it goes on. Problems you or your kids will have include memory problems like ADD or I assume ADHD. Uh, Nerve damage. List very long. Also cancer. EPA knows that city water is bad, but EPA has never enforced the laws. I'm looking for someone that can use this information as I found as well as Ohio Health Department part of this cover-up. I know lawyer, but I do understand laws. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. And Cincinnati, attempt to make laws that is illegal. I willing give information if you prove you from MEDA or law firm. I'm I'm thinking medical field is MEDA. Okay. I will not provide information just anyone as does contain address of said people. This no con I act have the information and I also found out other things any law firm would love to know. But don't ask for it and do nothing. It taken me long time to get the disk as was something city did not want to give up. End of post. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers so um this this it just seems very unlikely that this is the person who is exposing the the water crisis in cincinnati and um is water racist
0: yes Well, think of Flint. Yeah. Like, measures to keep clean water definitely are better in richer areas.
1: And so in Flint, they do have rich areas that have better water?
0: Well, no. Generally speaking, like, richer areas will have better water. Flint.
1: Because from what I've heard... what I've heard about Flint, and what the, the limited knowledge that I know about Flint, I am in no way a Flint city historian. Um, I just heard that the all the water there sucks, and it's driving down the property values everywhere, and uh, nobody wants to live there because the water sucks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Cincinnati, uh, so they had this 85 Clean Water Act, and... Um, that tell that told people they were being poisoned um, but this person claims that uh, they've been offering city contracts wait no C- Cincinnati has been offering city contracts to anyone other than white so are they are they are they discriminating against white people uh, is this is this a white Victimization kind of thing Or is this a So at currently 53% black I guess they figure They laws don't apply to them Um Hmm
0: Okay what do they mean by city Contracts
1: yeah like what City is going around like are they Is the city offering contracts To be like hey uh, Sign this contract we'll give you free water Or we'll give you clean water do these people even know the people of Cincinnati know they're being poisoned or is this just someone who's uh, schizophrenic and tasted a little bit of iron in their water
0: okay well I did google and according to City B Ohio does have the 7th worst in the country for safe water violations wow but it seems like a lot of it has to do with the research that's done in the way that that's implemented like
1: Mm, okay okay the effort
0: isn't necessarily there to like i don't know
1: so what you're saying is like the the water testing by like city officials and the public health departments is lacking behind other states yeah so in the city beat they're not saying that anyone's getting poisoned Are you are you seeing anything?
0: Ohio is the third worst in the country when it comes to health based violations of the Safe Drinking Water Act.
1: Oh, so that that isn't a good sign. Maybe our hero is onto something.
0: I would just, I mean, it's a good. It's hard because, okay, where is this disc from? First of all, what and is okay? The disc? What is the
1: disc, and how? In how did this person get it like if this is if this is as important of information as this person is claiming why is this person the one who has this information and is responsible for the gatekeeping of this information i just yeah. i just feel like this is this is a someone dropped the ball somewhere to so that this person just had this disc fall into their yeah. laps
0: And if they're not working directly within the city law department, maybe they're... The only guess I have, if this is legit, is like they're an informant and they just like found this and now whatever.
1: But who's going to hire an informant with these kind of writing skills? Is this more of a verbal informant? Just someone who just comes in? Because if this person was tasked with writing a document, like, giving information to somebody else, I, it wouldn't be a great document.
0: But, like, in terms of... Okay, in cop shows, you know, when someone's about to be incarcerated and they take a deal with the police instead of going to prison or going to jail for, like, however much time, like, they get their sentence reduced if they agree to be, like, an informant for whatever. Oh, true. But, like, this is about water, so... Yeah, what and, would
1: you... <laughs> and and he's saying that the city is at fault for the water. So it's not like criminals are yeah. hiring him as an informant yeah. against the city. This isn't this isn't like a, a reverse confidential informant kind of thing.
0: This is actually Edward Snowden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, Edwards found his way back <laughs> into the United States, and he's in Cincinnati, yeah. Ohio. Mm-hmm. Well, um, if you're in Cincinnati, just be aware that you might be you you might be poisoned by your water supply um, but reading reading this article that we did uh, I think that it's um, I think that it's already well known by all the residents of Ohio that your water sucks mm-hmm. so I'm assuming well there is. I just realized something. When I look on the back of a lot of water bottles it says bottled in Ohio. Like there I, I think that Ice Mountain might be bottled in Ohio. I see a lot of water bottles that are really? bottled in Ohio. So is this wait, did we just kind of step onto some sort of conspiracy Hold here? On. The tap water the tap water isn't able we're not able to use the tap water So we have to buy these bottles of water that are being produced from the tap water in Ohio. Oh, boy. Okay. And so what we're reading right now, uh, a report says 64% of bottled water in America comes from municipal taps. Can you do like a control F and like search Ohio and see see if... Oh, and this is from Columbus, Ohio. Yeah so i I am right that there is a lot of bottled water that comes from Ohio. What So if there is any listeners that are living in Ohio, um we might have just found something that uh, you should look into a little bit more as citizens. Uh, me, Chloe and I were in Minneapolis. We can't really do yeah. much, but hey.
0: We're calling on you.
1: We're calling on you, citizens of Ohio. Uh, watch your water. Honestly, watch your water. Mm-hmm. Like let it let it run for like ten seconds before you
0: Get take old. a
1: drink out of the take a drink out of the tap. Well, no, it's the stuff that it's in the it's in the pipes. Science. It's all the stuff in the t- in the pipes. Yeah. But uh, so we're going to uh, do, wait. Do you have any more posts that you'd like to share?
0: This one's kind of quick. Okay. It just looked like a limerick, so clearly I was drawn to it. Oh, yeah. Joe Willie, <laughs> your first fiancé is looking for you. And this oh. is from Clifton and Ludlow.
1: Shout out Clifton and Ludlow. Uh, great communities. I've Yeah, okay.
0: Joe Willie, exclamation point, from the court of the Crimson King. This is your first fiancé, from Papa Genos. Remembering what you taught me. Sorry that I let someone interfere with us. Thank you for all the lessons. Hope you found your happy.
1: Yeah, I'd get rid of this fiancé too.
0: <laughs> the Court of the Crimson King. Um,
1: what is the Court of the Crimson King? When I, when I read I Hope You Found Your Happy, that just that reminded me of True Detective uh, with the, the flower. If anyone knows about the flower, making flower...
0: It's an album, but it's spelled differently. In I don't the think court of right. the
1: Crimson King. A- I don't know. They they might they might have had the same album taste. Who knows? Who knows? Is that a what? Wow, a little a little limerick for well nothing rhymes and nothing's funny.
0: But it's just the the layout of this. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and you know we'll post this on Instagram too. Uh, it's, the spacing, um, the way that they, uh, they, they make their lines. It it looks like a poem, but yeah, well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll be introducing our new segments. So stick around. You're in for a great show. Welcome back to the Miss Connections podcast. I hope you enjoyed your break. Uh, so during the break, Chloe and I were, uh, were we're pretty curious about this Ohio water thing, and we looked into it a little bit more. And, uh, Chloe, tell us about some of the things that you've been reading.
0: So, it's all over local news. This one is from... There's an article in the Dayton Daily News, and it's titled, Ohio is Among the Worst for Lead Violations in Water Systems. And basically... They're saying that scientists and health experts say that the problem is very pervasive because many lead violations don't show up in government databases. So even when these elevated lead levels in the water are found, like they won't be communicated to citizens or officials.
1: That, that is awful governments not telling their citizens about these valid health concerns is God. Yeah. the ohio government they these guys are real jerks they
0: real jerks
1: those guys are real jerks So, anyways um just finishing this up uh if you're in ohio uh lobby for this stuff you're citizens of this state make sure to get out Uh, Voice your concerns, call your congressman. This is something that can be solved because it is the current year, 2019. We have the technology to do this now. So there's really no excuse for the government to keep dropping the ball on this. Uh, So make sure that you get out. Uh, This could be the difference between... uh, You probably already have some sort of disease from this water Mm. if uh, you've been drinking it all these years. Uh, this could be the difference between your children and your grandchildren having these diseases. If you g- decide to stay in Ohio, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, first of all, if you have the means, move. <laughs> Ohio, what is there? What is there in Ohio? Your capital is Columbus. The, I, I've never heard of anybody, except for Cedar Point. I've never heard of anybody being like, oh yeah, we're going to go to vacation. Oh, we're going to spring break. Yeah. Ohio, no. Ohio isn't a destination for anything. Uh, your basketball team sucks. Your uh, your basketball team couldn't win without LeBron James. That's just that's just saying something. Uh, your baseball team has is uh, the name is not appreciated among the Native American community. Um, the Cleveland Browns, literally the worst. Team in NFL history. I, it, are they? They should be. They should be the worst team in NFL history. They, they've had, they've had multiple seasons. I don't think they've been. I don't think they've been to the playoffs in over ten years. Like they're just they're oh. so. I think it might be even be close to twenty now. It's just dismal in Ohio. Can we? And how is Ohio wow. a swing state? <laughs> if this place is a swing state and they don't have good water, this is. Look, Alex Jones, look into this stuff. Uh, <laughs> we need you, buddy. Uh, you've lost a lot of credibility, but I think you could gain some back by helping out the citizens of Ohio. So, uh, anyways, we're gonna switch gears a little bit here. Um, we have a new segment on the podcast. It is uh, we've been we've been noticing as we're going through posts that there's a lot of dogs that need good homes. And we figured that we, on the podcast, we should use our platform that we have to try and get these dogs new homes. Uh, so the first one that I saw is uh, it's a six-month-old Aussie uh, from Morning View, Kentucky, which is just south of Cincinnati. I never realized that Cincinnati was right on the border of Kentucky, but you know, I guess we learn new things every day. Um, so the description is moving must go to a good home, purebred, female, Australian shepherd, all shots, monthly vet visits, healthy tail clipped, not registered, but have papers to have her registered red flag, honestly, but we can deal with it. Uh, white three quarter collar markings train. Some includes cage and few other accessories, not neutered rehoming fee, just 150 bucks 150 bucks and you get the cage and some other stuff uh, and I tell you what this dog is so cute I mean
0: you can tell good dog
1: just a really really good dog uh, oh. the these pictures will be on Instagram they are on Instagram right now actually as you're listening you can pull up Instagram and the description will be six month Aussie. And we'll have all these pictures up for you. Um, Chloe, I'll have you take this next one. Uh, actually we should we should save this one until the end. I'll let, I, I wanna I wanna Oh. So I mean this one doesn't have a description, it's just just two it's two dogs. There is a the Weimaraners, or is it a Weimariner?
0: Weimariner
1: Weimariner German. I don't know. Whatever. They're two really cute <laughs> They're two really cute puppies. I think there there's got to be a description for them somewhere. No. 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 So there's just there's two dogs. You don't need a
0: description.
1: Look, there's two dogs in Corbin, Kentucky. Uh, On the Cincinnati Craigslist, you'll be able to find them.
0: That first photo looks like an engagement photo. Yeah, it's a. Paws are crossed.
1: Oh, it's it's so adorable. it's It's so adorable. And then the second photo, I don't know. That's just like. A dog, and you can kind of barely see it because it, it's on this this sick deer blanket. I, I am such a fan of blankets that have like wildlife and like trees in the background and stuff. That is a really <laughs> good looking blanket. I, w- I, I I I want that blanket more than yeah. I want these dogs, honestly. Okay, so Chloe, um, I'll give this last one to you, um it's just oh. it's yeah this is ve- this is very good so so take it away chloe
0: julian piggy oh my gosh rehoming moving and need to rehome she is 11 month old very sweet potty trained supplies come from tractor supply get along with other animals
1: and just to be clear everyone this is a pig. This
0: is a full grown.
1: This is a full grown Julianne piggy. I when oh. when I first came across this, I almost <laughs> responded to this. I didn't even consider the situation that I'm living in. I didn't consider that I'm living on the third floor of an apartment. Everything goes around. out
0: the window for this pig.
1: This pig is so cute. Look, the pictures are very low quality. Um, it doesn't. This this house doesn't match how fabulous this pig actually is. The first the first picture is really really good. So when you when you look on Instagram, the first picture is what mm-hmm. we fell in love with. Um, yeah, so if you're looking to add a pig to your home, uh, go to the Cincinnati Craigslist. To,
0: Stellar. It's
1: right there. It's right posted twenty five days ago. So. um...
0: Get on that.
1: Yeah, strike while the iron is hot because this pig might, uh, this pig might already find a new home. I mean, if look these these pigs are flying off the shelves nowadays. Like, you can never tell. So uh, that is our first new segment. Uh, we don't really have a name for it yet. I think we'll have we'll have a name for it by next episode. We just gotta think about it more.
0: You know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I wouldn't. I don't want to name it something lame like doggy time now, because that's.
0: Now I want to name it doggy. time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our new that that segment is called doggy time, but that doesn't really that doesn't really. uh, um,
0: You're overthinking.
1: That doesn't match like because we're not being inclusive to all animals because we will be. Doggy
0: time encompasses all house pets.
1: Okay, so that is the official uh, doggy time. Uh, segment of our podcast. Uh, thank, thank you for tuning in to that. Uh, so this next one, this next segment is uh, something that was inspired I was inspired by looking through the musicians category in Cincinnati uh, and we found somebody and his name, let me let me pull this up really quick. His name is Artist And to be clear, that is R. T I S T, um, and the so the this segment is going to be uh, introducing you to some musicians in the area that we found. Uh, this person does have a Spotify. Uh, I've seen a lot of Bandcamp stuff, but I just feel like if someone is on Spotify, they've truly made it in the music industry. Uh, this man is up to. Five followers on Spotify. Five people are listening to all of his music on Spotify. That's, that's more people than are listening to my music. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, this, this was a fresh post uh, posted about two hours ago. Uh, it says, looking for band members, alt-indie emo in Cincinnati. Hey, all. My name is Danny. I'm looking for a bassist, drummer, and possibly guitarist to join me. I play under the name Artist, and just self-released an album in December. It's a full band album I recorded on my own. I'll provide a link at the bottom. Please check the music out before replying so you know if you will be interested. I'm pretty laid back, but I have a drive to play music. I sing, play guitar, bass, and drums, but I would like to sing and play guitar for this project. I could be flexible for the right situation. I've been playing in Cincinnati, the Midwest, and East Coast for about the last six years, mostly as the band Roosevelt. I'm looking for dedicated members to play, out and write, and have a great time creating great music. I'm looking for people between 21 and 35. just We would pref- we would practice regularly. I have a practice room in Camp Washington. It would be cool if you chipped in on rent for the room, so that the so that the band can continue to afford the space. Unless there is an alternative unless there is an alternative practice location we can use i love playing shows the most let's get on the road and do weekend touring every few months or more and kill it here at home please text only i'm very rarely able to answer my phone during the day and also it's not my favorite thing to do let's chat though uh artist danny danny artist uh and this is on uh the instagram page as well uh he's got some very cool logos um I don't know who his graphic designer is, but they're killing it.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Um his album cover. Look. The thing with I listened to his whole album last night and mm-hmm. there was one song that really stuck out to me as like something that I would really want to listen to mm-hmm. all the time. The song is called Hotel and basically I kind of think around the lines of like Breaking Benjamin or brand new or my chemical romance it's mm-hmm. like it's like this album kind of encompasses that whole sound like that like that kind of mid 2000s just like really grungy emo like that's and and the dude he has all the the right ideas um there's one picture of him that if you see it on the instagram it's it i think it's him in an elevator and they purposely like were like shaking the camera To make it kind of bl- If they, It and, is
0: so good That is such a good photo
1: Look In, in what you mentioned last night um, uh, The thing about If they just put a black and white Seriously. filter on there It would be It would be an album cover That's Ooh, an yeah. album cover right there So this guy has all the right ideas um, He knows How to make music He's just a little bit off. Like he just, I think he just needs more money. Exactly. I think this guy just needs more money in order to blossom. So, uh, artist, shout out. uh, We like your stuff. Really good. Yeah, we we really liked your album. Like we we added it to our Craigslist podcast. So, uh, if anyone, oh my god, and there's this uh, there's this picture of him through a peephole that will also probably probably be one of his album covers eventually so oh so good uh, yeah um so yeah if you get if you have a chance you want to listen to some new music artist out of cincinnati ohio so this wraps up our our new segments um i don't i don't know uh what we should call this one maybe we can get artist to sponsor this section of the podcast so then we can just call it artist. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Well, I right. mean, we'll, you know, we'll we'll talk to him. I'll mm-hmm. I'll, re- I'll respond to his Craigslist post, and maybe maybe we can see if we can have him on the podcast at some point. Be, I yeah. think that'd be really cool. Um. Oh, one more thing, listeners. I uh, actually just went to a concert this weekend, and it's a it's a couple of guys named Alex Cameron and Roy Malloy. They just released an album in 2017 called forced witness it's one of my favorite albums of all time and i got to see them in minneapolis they're they're a band out of it's not a band it's it's alex cameron and his saxophonist roy molloy they're out of australia and i got to go to their show at the 7th street entry in minneapolis and i actually got to meet them and i gave them my card and i said you guys have an open invitation to come on the Misconnections podcast and talk about Craigslist. So, uh, I'm counting on you, on everybody, to spread this podcast to get some to get some podcast clout behind this. Because the next time I reach out to Alex and Roy, I want to have a bit of a basis. Yeah, I want to have some sort of a following, just so they don't look at me like I'm some sort of a some sort of an idiot. Because Right now they they can't even find me and they probably think that they're typing it in wrong, which is perfect. Okay, but I I want to come I want to come back to them in like six months and be like, hey, you guys are still invited to be on the podcast. Uh, feel free to come on. Uh, we we'll, we can set up a phone interview or something. I just think it would be something really really great to have on. So yeah, yeah. making moves. Yeah, and they're great guys. I. I I was able to. I was able to talk to Roy for probably about a good five minutes. He he shared with me a couple of a couple of Craigslist stories. He he recently bought a car on Craigslist in Australia. They have Australian Craigslist, so oh cool. We might uh, we might have to do some uh, international travel in these yeah. upcoming episodes because I'm sure that there's some oh, there's some gold yeah. in Australia, but. Anyways, we will take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be uh, examining the Manners Forum. Yeah, This is my favorite forum. Yes. I, think, I think you're all going to want to stick around for this one, so we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the last leg of our podcast. Uh, so, we're going to be diving into the Etiquette Forum. This is the Manners slash Etiquette Forum, and... This is one of my favorite forums, and I think one that we will be coming back to a lot on this mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, it's very, very rich in material. It's basically people talking about uh, how, what to do in different situations in life. This is, this is basically a Seinfeld Craigslist. I mean, just, just the situations that people get themselves into. I've never considered a lot of these. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's it's really, really great. And I really love it. Uh, and, Chloe, I would you mind if I share the – if I go first and, and share one that. of my posts? Okay. So this is the um, – I titled this screenshot Birthday Boy. And – Um, I'm going to be reading the post and then just a few replies that I thought were noteworthy. And then we can kind of dive into this and, and, you know, give our own Mm -hmm. interpretations. Uh, So the title is Wanting to Get Gifts Slash Cards for My Birthday. I... It says A got an email I'm just going to say I got an email I got an email about an upcoming 60th birthday party For a friend who lives across the country It was from her husband Who I barely know It's not a surprise party So I emailed my friend back And expressed regrets I wouldn't be able to make it Then sent her a thoughtful gift and card My own 60th birthday is later this year And yeah I'd like to get cards and gifts sent to me I've lived in many different states And have a few friends But they're all spread out I'm not married, never had kids, I've gone to other birthday parties and lots of wedding showers, weddings, baby showers, anniversary parties, and given nice cards and gifts at all of them. To be honest, I want to be given some back. But it just feels weird to just up and email my friends around the country and say, what? Hi my 60th birthday is next month, just wanted to let you know in case you want to send me a card slash gift slash good wishes. Doesn't seem wrong to me, I want to have a significant event in my life celebrated by friends, but it does seem wrong to be the one communicating it. I have another friend who turns 67 in a few months, and it's a significant birthday for her because she'll be retiring then, and though she's another one who lives across the country from me, I'll be sending her a nice card and gift. Isn't it okay, I also want a significant event in my life acknowledged by friends? Is there any polite way to communicate it's a major birthday coming up for me without it being rude, as I would expect these folks to reciprocate? So there's a couple of replies on here that basically encompass my opinion, and I will, I will tell you what my opinion is after I read these replies. Okay. So uh, the first reply is, uh, the title is, Too Prevalent in This Country Right Now. And it says, I think you ought to, one, develop and cultivate friendships nearby so that you can experience immediate gratification of love and appreciation. Two, start doing volunteer work or get involved with a charity or something that's beneficial to your community at large. Three, stop looking for polite ways to excuse away greed. If you're asking for a million dollars or even just a simple card, greed is impolite. You have an issue worth exploring if a mass-produced Hallmark card is going to make or break your special day. Number four, get married. This is what marriage <laughs> gives to some people. Stuff. Oftentimes, since so many end in divorce, to single people watching, it seems like marriage is a gift grab. Nothing more, nothing less. And finally, number five, I like, I like five-part lists. Five-part mm. lists, like, it's like, give me your, give me your best five. Uh, Look at the deeper reason for posting this and try to fill your life with meaningful things You're never supposed to give a gift expecting something in return including a thank-you card So it's the first reply Um, I think look right away that guy is like That guy who replied probably doesn't have a lot of friends Just because he's too right in a lot of situations and like he wants to let to let everyone know that he's super right in situations. Yeah. Just just the whole vibe of that message. It was just a little bit off. Um, so this one is called, You can't be the one to mention your birthday. If people don't remember, then it's too bad. Welcome to the club.
0: Ow. Yep. Uh, Yikes.
1: And then the next one is, uh, Hire a friend. It says, Post an ad on Craigslist. Shout out Craigslist. For someone to assist you with this. Now this friend can be the contact person contacting all these people you've given so much to over the years to let people know a major birthday for you is approaching. Then you're not the one soliciting. Honestly.
0: Birthday solicitor is a great career idea.
1: Look, I would... If someone paid me $60,000 a year to be a birthday solicitor... And I knew that I would get a pension at the end. I would give up my dreams and aspirations Absolutely. and become a birthday Absolutely. solicitor. I could do whatever I wanted on the side, and there's so whatever much I
0: fulfillment wanted. in that.
1: Oh, exactly, and just knowing that you're getting your client the the best gifts and stuff, and you craft your message around everything. <sighs> look, look if you're if you're looking for a birthday solicitor job. Contact this guy on the Manners Forum, uh, and we'll, we'll be we'll be posting the title of the Manners Forum post on our Instagram. So make sure to make sure to follow along. If this is something that interests you. Jump on it. All right. So this is reply number four that I thought was pretty good. Uh, it says, "No, it is not okay to email. What gifts you want in return for all you have done? Outrageous." As far as giving to... Oh, let me reread this. Okay, so the, so the title goes into the post. Okay, so it says, No, it is not okay to email what gifts you want in return for all you have done. Outrageous. As far as giving to others, you do not have to attend or send gifts, etc. That's on you. I have a huge family. I can't even keep up with these expenses. And no one should be expected to. Nor should one ask for, for gifts. Ridiculous. You don't send and give gifts expecting something in return. And if it's too much, just stop. But don't expect equality. It will never be equal if you're single and have no kids. Very good point. I'm sick, to, I'm sick to death of people inviting me to their daughter's wedding, baby shower, wedding shower, blah, 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 when I barely know the kids or spend any time around them. This is just gift grubbing, and it needs to stop. Okay. So I got two more posts that I want to share.
0: That was a very good critique of consumer culture.
1: Very good critique of consumer culture. Um, This one's number nine. uh, Birthday reply nine in my saved computer. And this is number five on the podcast. Uh, It says, that's a weird thing to want at your age. You sound lonely. You need some (laughs) local friends. And then this last one, it says, here is my suggestion. Turning 60 seems like a big deal for you, so make it a big deal. Take a big trip. Do something bold. Very bold. Design a postcard announcing your bold and grand adventure. I'm turning 60, and I'm celebrating by going to Africa. Or whatever. Instead of asking for gifts, pick out a charity like Hyfer International. I don't even know what Heifer is. Is that for cows? Aren't Probably. Heifer, aren't Heifers cows? Or no, I think that's Heifer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways... I'm turning 60 and celebrating by going to Africa. Please help me celebrate this grand adventure by paying it forward to Hyfer International or a local animal shelter near you. Happy thoughts welcome. I think people would be excited for you and glad that you are taking the bull by the horns and, empl- and embracing a grand adventure to celebrate. You are inviting them to participate in a way and a scale they feel comfortable with. It also gives them something to talk about when they contact you. I think you will get cards. If your friends are not close, they probably don't know what kind of gift to get you, f- to get for you anyways. So focus on the fact that you have a reason to reach out and reconnect. And do take that trip. You never know how much time you have, so make the most of your big day. So out of all the responses, uh, the last two are the ones that I would say most closely relate to my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one... Uh, That's a weird thing to want at your age you sound lonely you need some (laughs) local friends look this dude's 60 years old and he's He wants gifts like first if you're 60 You probably should be in a position in life to where you can just buy yourself some gifts if you've never been married You've never had kids if you've been working your whole life You should have enough money saved up to just go out and buy whatever gift you want so Um, the, the original poster, I, I agree. This is very, very cringy. And then the second one, you know, go on your trip, go on a trip. That'd be great. You know,
0: entire continent of Africa. Yeah.
1: Go on a trip to the entire (laughs) continent of Africa. Just, just, just throw a dart on Africa and wherever that dart lands, if you can even throw a dart, I don't know, you're 60 and you're not married and you don't have kids. It doesn't seem like you're doing a lot right. So, um, not to say that getting married is the only thing one should strive for, but still, yeah, I just, I don't know. And the reason why I did, why I uh, said this is because, uh, my birthday is actually coming up and I, I am a birthday boy. 20 minutes from now, from the time that we're recording, it will be my birthday and I will be turning 21 years old. So, um, and that's why this post really hit home for me Yeah, is because I knew that my birthday was coming up and I started to think to myself, if I was 60 and I'd been giving gifts to people my whole life, would I feel that way? And maybe deep down inside, yeah, I'd be a little chapped that like people weren't, you know, giving me gifts back if I've been showing them all this love, but like it's, not, it's never something I would say. It's never something that I would, like, reach out to people and say, like, oh, if you want to give me a gift, it's my birthday coming up. Like, no, I, if I would read that from a friend, um, I wouldn't consider them a friend anymore because that's not the kind of qualities that I want to have mm-hmm. in a friend. Chloe, what do you think about this? I
0: think, like, the deeper thing here, I don't think any of this is about birthday gifts. It's just about, like, a lack of reciprocation in this guy's relationships like getting an email being like oh like come to this birthday party bring a gift whatever but then not getting anything back when it's your turn I guess
1: and honestly it it seems like this it seems like this guy's friends just know to invite him to things because he's like a guaranteed gift which is kind of sad
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: Which is, which, and, the, and, and I'm not, like, throwing his friends under the bus and saying that, you know, they're automatically shitty people. Maybe they aren't. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just that they've forgotten all these years. But I doubt that this guy hasn't been getting any gifts this whole time. And if you've been... And the thing is, if you've been buying gifts for somebody for like, let's say 10 years in a row and they don't buy you a gift, don't buy, don't keep buying them gifts. Yeah. Don't like, don't wait until you're 60 to decide, oh, maybe I should have stopped buying gifts for this person. Maybe they're not a gift person or maybe they're not a gift giving person. Don't, don't give gifts to people who aren't gift giving people unless you really, really want to give them a gift and you don't have to feel obligated to always get somebody a gift. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's my that's my take on it. Okay. But you know, and I I haven't I'm not at a point in my life where I'm going to a lot of weddings or uh my friends aren't having kids. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know what that's like what what that kind of a situation is like to be in. Um I'm sure that there might be some emails that I ignore or some <laughs> wedding invitations that I ignore mm-hmm. and pretend like I didn't get them. I don't know. But like, if I don't feel like I want to send somebody a gift, I'm not going to just send them a gift just because I I feel in my heart that I need to. Because no, I have a very, I have very uh, limited amount of resources yeah. and you know, you just have to just have to decide. Yeah. So, um, in summation, this guy's got shitty friends and um he should stop being so thirsty for gifts. I think that's my final take. Chloe, what's your final take?
0: Um if gifts mean that much to you in your relationships and with your friends and you're not getting them, find new friends.
1: Yeah. Yeah, find some local friends. Honestly, find some the,
0: local grown friends.
1: Literally, if you if you're not married and you're 60 and you don't have any <laughs> friends locally, look, go down to a bar and just start talking to people about the old days. Mm-hmm. Literally, you'll have four friends right away, right yeah. off the bat. If you just start talking about the way things used to be to to some people, which I think is just super hacky way to make friends, but like, it's easy to do it with these with these locals. You can. It, I think making a local friend might be the easiest thing you can possibly do. Yeah. You just sit down at a bar and look for someone else who's lonely. They're they'll probably <laughs> talk to you. you know yeah, and just sit, just be like, hey or, or like connect over the game or something. Whatever's on, whatever's mm-hmm. on, just start chatting and, and then you move closer. Just make some friends and hey, if you're the one who posted this post and you're listening right now, uh, there's probably less than a millionth of a percent chance that this is that this would actually happen. Um, call me up. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to make friends. Like just <laughs> or look. No, honestly, look on YouTube. Just go on YouTube and search how to make friends. I'm sure there's going to be like 30 videos on there that you'll be able to watch, and and you'll you can get like four friends out of that mm. at least. And that's all you need is four solid friends, yeah. So, anyways, that's that's my that's my first post okay. on the manners forum.
0: Very interesting.
1: Very, I honestly, very strong start. I'm yeah. I'm I'm really proud of it. So, Chloe, why don't you uh, why don't you read this this next one?
0: Okay, um, you're not ready for this. This started an entire gender war <gasps> in this thread
1: oh no
0: okay i'm just gonna read the title fashion tip for women always consider heels Hmm. okay (laughs) it's been said that women who wear flats resemble ducks ladies if you want to show off your legs in a better light and make the men's heads turn you will always wear shoes with heels at least three inches tall Consider how much taller this makes you and how much happier your husband will be with your appearance. It's all about keeping his eyes on you instead of the neighbor. Why let a careless fashion faux pas ruin your relationship? High heels on women just make better sense. Huh. Okay. First of all, listen, I kind of agree.
1: Really? Okay. Explain.
0: Okay. I just... I cannot wear flats. And it's not just because they look really bad on me, but it's because I feel like every time you wear flats, you're just destined to fail. Like, you should just stay home. If you're thinking about wearing flats to like a professional event, just don't even go. Like, you already failed. Just don't go. And you will never catch me in a pair of flats ever.
1: At a professional event? Ever in my life. Really?
0: Flats are the worst.
1: Because I've seen you wear flat shoes before.
0: Sneakers. Have you ever seen me in flats?
1: What's flats?
0: Like the okay, so they look like heels, but they have no heel.
1: Oh those. Like, no, those honestly look so bad. See? Those honestly look see? so bad. And and here and here's the thing, anytime I see a woman in heels versus like a woman in flats, like Woman in Flats screams regional manager. Uh, No, Woman in Flats screams assistant to the regional manager. (laughs) And Woman in Heels screams like branch manager or CEO. Yeah. Like that, like I just feel like there's more power radiating from women who are in fact wearing heels. Yeah. That is you know that's not very PC of us to say but I think that there there is a that's a good point. Yeah.
0: So people women were obviously quite upset. The
1: the the ladies were triggered. Yep.
0: Um let me see. Moody rain on the on the water responded if you're married to someone who thinks bunions calluses joint problems back pain ingrown toenails sprained ankles hammer toes shortened tendons and walking like a duck are sexy i say go for it um, this person doesn't know how to walk in
1: heels because i because i've seen you walk in heels and do you have any of those no okay Yep. Yeah. there we go uh <laughs> that was that myth was busted okay
0: okay next um, one <laughs> so this is just a retort men always consider uncircumcised it's been said that men who are circumcised re- resemble aliens men if you want to show off your can we
1: just please just, okay. just, keep going. Okay. just keep going if you
0: want to show off your cock in a better light and make the woman's head's turn you will always sport a full cock without any parts missing consider how much more masculine this makes you And how much happier your wife will be in its appearance. It's all about keeping her eyes on your junk instead of the junk of the neighbor. Why let a careless religious custom faux (laughs) pas ruin your relationship? (laughs) Full uncut anatomy on men just makes better sense.
1: (laughs) Oh no. Okay, so um, this was obviously (laughs) done in parody. Yeah. Um... Was there any was there any responses to that one that were similar yeah. to the because uh, um, if, if I was going to respond to that in the style of the first response you shared, I would be I would say like, oh, um, if you like Fomunda cheese and urinary <laughs> tract infections and uh, your penis looking like it always has a scarf on, then go right ahead.
0: Yeah, that that's on here.
1: Oh, except for the Fromunda cheese. I say Fumunda cheese, like Fumunda, the like the M M&M and M line. Um I think it's uh lick that Famunda cheese from under your nuts. I think Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But I I first heard that from my dad. I first heard like the the term from my dad. So uh yeah, but that's that's what Famunda cheese is. It's just dried goo. Gross gross penis goo? Yeah. Anyways, Chloe, you got, any, it's just you got any more responses? Responding
0: to that, unlike women in heels, many men had that when they were infants and had no say in the matter. You think you're being clever, but your analogy is beyond stupid.
1: Oh, yes. there There is our uh, mennonist in the group.
0: And then the feminists came back. Men invented high heels for women women no longer need to please men in order to be taken care of in society. So women no longer need to use what men invented for them.
1: Look, I think that look, look, women listen. are so close, but I, still think that, I think that we're like 10 years away from all women being able to wear flats. <laughs> I think that it's about 10 years away, but for now at these networking events, look, Two-inch heels, even. Just a little heel just makes the whole... Just makes so much difference. You're at eye level with everybody. Because um, women, I mean, generally, you're kind of short. You're shorter than me. I mean, there's short men out there, but hey. Hey. Hey, you know, from, from my, from my six-foot perspective, uh, small women... women are small that's just that's all i'm saying i'm not saying that's that's good that's bad whatever um yeah but
0: okay there's like two more little sub things the first one is just great lady in public whore in the bedroom and gives you a chance to answer the jeopardy questions first the perfect wife
1: 100 percent. amazing
0: amazing and then you know white feminists had to come in ruin it said get a freaking job if you want a housewife no self-respecting housewife wants a dude scraping by in odd jobs.
1: Wait, in response to what?
0: To the last one I read.
1: Wait, wait, no, no, no. See how this forum goes? Okay, so it says, "Well, women belong in the kitchen," oh, and so then that's it says, the right, okay, "Okay, yeah, okay." okay, okay so okay. that was in response to, uh, "Women belong okay. in the kitchen." Um. Which is where you were tonight. You actually made me a really good dinner. <laughs> yeah. I, I really appreciate that. Thank you very nice much.
0: Nice to be back in my environment.
1: Yeah. It, and it's not because I forced her to stay in the <laughs> kitchen, it's because it, is, it was my birthday dinner. Yeah. And I, might I say, excellent birthday Great. dinner. Thank you so Great. much, Chloe. So, <laughs> wow. That. So, okay. not only do we find uh, answers about gift giving. There's also gender wars on the manners forum.
0: Will you just read just this one and then
1: write. <laughs> oh, okay. So this one, this is in response. This is actually a like direct response to the quote. It says, uh, I have diabetic veins on my legs. What do I do? And then a person responded, wear tights. <laughs> So I think we're gonna end we're gonna end our discussion on on this post on on that note. And Chloe, I do have one more for you, mm-hmm. and and this kind of goes against our rules. I um I did share this post with you, but I think that it was it was too good not to talk yeah. about beforehand. So uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna read this, and um it's, it's a very sad story. I just wanna. I just want to make sure that we can get these kind of stories out so people feel like they're not alone in these situations. Uh, Mind if I take a little sip of that first? Okay. So the title of this post is called Facebook Let Me See Behind the Scenes. I could not see into the lives of the people at my church, the Kingdom Hall. I used to be one of Jehovah's Witnesses. This included attending meetings throughout the week and going door-to-door. I did this for 20 years. I can only speak for myself. It was lonely. I had no friends on the outside. Such are viewed as worldly. Satan uses them. Myself and my child, who I raised in it since birth, attended. I walked into the Kingdom Hall, lucky if someone said hello. I always made the effort to speak to others, but after one sentence they walked away. And oh yes, I showered twice a day. That actually kind of rhymed. That was kind of sick. Uh, I proceeded to take my seat, listen to the meeting, and we would go home. There was no gatherings except once a young boy invited me and my kid to his parents, also Jehovah's Witnesses, as they were going to have a Super Bowl party. I recall walking in and the man sitting in, his eyes bugged out, and I remember feeling that he was shocked I was one of the guests. For two hours, I remember correctly, I stood around and talked to nobody. I tried to include myself in one of the conversations with a group of sisters, but it was like I was invisible. There was no eye contact. Being part of this for so long caused me to get sick. I did not feel any love, and I felt like I was loving an organization, an object. Formerly, I had a lot of compassion for people. I don't have many feelings at all now. No longer do I go to the Kingdom Hall, but I went on Facebook and began reading some of their pages. I wondered how the people could last so long living as I did. Unknown to me, but now known, the people were not lonely. In fact, they had very close friendships with each other. Through Facebook, I was able to see into their lives outside the Kingdom Hall. The people regularly had fellowship and still do. I read about dinners, gatherings, and other activities. Yeah, they were always meeting up, always planning events, and always sharing the details of their lives with one another. I never even had a phone call in all those years. There were conversations I attend or there were conventions I attended several times a year. When it was a lunch break, it was just me and my kids sitting alone. I didn't know these people had normal lives. I was just not included in their normal life. What I question is why and how I stayed so long. How could I put up with this and not catch on that these people were never my friends? They refer to each other as the friends. It is a saying in Jehovah's wit- it is a saying that Jehovah's Witnesses have. I thought about going back, but I could never go back and let myself live like that. I'm alone now, but I felt more alone around that group than I do physically alone. End of post. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. Yeah. Some heavy stuff, huh? Yeah. So this guy, I don't know how he joined the Jehovah's Witnesses, um, but for 20 years, he was neglected by the people who were supposed to be his tightest knit community and basically the only friendship that he had was with his kid Mm -hmm. and after leaving this organization and looking on facebook he found out that all of these other people are hanging out with each other and he was the only one being left out and and if there was someone else in the church who was feeling like this uh he probably could have had a connection with them, but there was no connection there was no connections they like he he was he was basically socially exiled from this group mm-hmm. and he found out that he was he thought that everybody was living like this
0: but it was just him
1: but it was just him i
0: how do you join? Uh, How do you...
1: (laughs) I know, I I know, I know. There's a a lot of questions. Like, you join
0: a group, but then you become isolated. It's just, like, the worst... Because when you're approached for these sort of things, isn't it? When you're in your most vulnerable state.
1: Yeah, yeah, because... Look, nobody who's, like, happy with their lives and the way that things are join Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, nobody who, like, has a steady job and a steady group of friends is going to be like, oh, hey, uh, new hobby idea, maybe I should join the Jehovah's Witnesses and knock on doors every single day. That, that's, not, that's not how this stuff works. So this person was obviously brought in, as you said, in a very vulnerable state.
0: And they just kind of capitalized on that and like took advantage or even I don't even know. That's just so bizarre. Is Jehovah's Witnesses are they considered a cult?
1: Um I would say no just because they've been around for a long time. But I I would say that like like legally no but when I drive by a Jehovah's Witness church, I think like e that might be a that's a little culty.
0: Yeah, so they're like the connotation is culty.
1: Yeah, and even within his own cult like setting, he was not able to find friendships and connections. And and I'm I'm just wondering, and and I hope that this podcast gains a decent following just so people can reach out to us and ask or and and tell us about their experiences within these kind of organizations like did you experience anything like this is this something that you've dealt with before and maybe it wasn't even jehovah's witnesses maybe it was some other religion that you've been in where you've just where you've joined an organization thinking that it was gonna bring you closer with people but it ended up like people just i don't know, didn't it doesn't seem like they even really cared about this guy yeah because they would outwardly like express through their nonverbal behavior that they didn't want him at these events and they would walk away after he he would say like a sentence Okay, so that's one side of the argument. Okay. The other side... Is how much of a loser is this hey. guy if every single person oh. in his Jehovah's Witness doesn't want to talk to him? Did he do something? He could have done something. Like, this is the thing. Like, these are Craigslist posts, and we have to strongly consider both sides. And if there's a whole group of people... Let's say this Jehovah's Witness church had like I don't know is is 75 people a reasonable estimate 50 even 50 if one if if 50 people decide that this one person isn't worthy of their attention there probably is something going on with this one person that maybe they don't see in themselves but is socially repulsive to other people that are around him.
0: And that's 20 years.
1: That's 20 years. So and he didn't say that he like did anything. So I'm and, and honestly, I'm saying the other side of the argument, but I'm feeling um, bad about about like lab- maybe labeling this guy as a loser. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that this is this is a normal guy who happened to join the Jehovah's Witnesses, but then was being exiled by this group. How does he take this for 20 years?
0: I... And it's like, okay. So he says in there that I had no friends on the outside. Such are viewed as worldly. Satan uses them. So... He wasn't allowed to have any friends on the outside
1: which is which is abusive, which I think is like very culty
0: yeah i don't I can't wrap my head around this like it's
1: and and he did this for twenty years. so for what's hold on let's just let's just take a little and like let's just take a little thing um we'll go twenty times three hundred and sixty five. So for 7,300 days, uh, he woke up and decided that he was going to be a Jehovah's Witness and um, made that his life. Made, like, probably went door to door. But usually Jehovah's Witnesses go around door to door with another Jehovah's Witness. So how does, how, at least in my what, two times that I've seen a Jehovah's Witness come to a door? It, there's been multiple mm-hmm. Jehovah's Witnesses. So, um, yeah. that it just
0: sounds like they were just using him.
1: Using him for something, but I don't know what they would be getting out of him by, like, having someone who they didn't like in their friend group.
0: And he couldn't have done anything major, like what you said, like, did he do something that made everyone be like oh he couldn't have done anything major otherwise wouldn't he have been exiled
1: or wouldn't they have just been like hey get out of the group or maybe he would have realized himself like e, I might have messed things up with this group maybe i should move on
0: but are there co- consequences for leaving because with some cults like once you leave like with scientology like you'll get harassed like once you leave but and it the, doesn't say like how he left.
1: I think the Jehovah's Witnesses are like nicer than Scientologists. At least that's kind of the outward perception that I get from them. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know this. W- when I read this post, I just I felt really really bad for this person. Yeah, just and. I felt bad for them that they got exiled, but also they could have done something about this sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have literally gone to a different church. Like within the, look, if, if I am looking to have my soul cleansed and go to a church, um, and I go to a ran- some random church and I'm just like, hey, I'm going to try this out. And I just feel like the vibe is off and people aren't really feeling me. I'm not gonna like stick around for 20 years and make them like try to make them like me. I'm just gonna go next door to the other church yeah. and see if that group of people vibes with me more. Because you, there's somebody for everybody. There's a group of people for everybody. There's uh, different ways you connect can connect with people for everybody. You could do it on Craigslist in the missed connections section. Mm-hmm. Shout out the title of his podcast <laughs> seriously they, they i i feel bad to for this guy to an extent but there's stuff that he could have done to avoid this and yeah. to avoid putting his child through yeah,
0: for this sure. stuff
1: cuz as soon as i have a kid i i would think i would start to think like okay what's the best for this kid and if if he's been in this group of people um if he's been in this group of people and they haven't been loving and supporting to him, they're obviously not going to be loving and supporting to his child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, okay, now I'm thinking too, um, if this, if it's just this guy and his kid, what happened to the wife, or not the not necessarily it doesn't have to be a wife, but like what happened to the mother? Where is she? Where does she come into this situation? Uh, Did she leave because this guy was getting exiled by the Jehovah's Witnesses? Did she leave because this guy decided to be a Jehovah's Witness? I'm just not... uh, Look, things aren't really connecting here for me.
0: It says myself and my child, so she probably was never a part of it. Maybe that's why... Maybe
1: maybe that's that's why why
0: people didn't acknowledge him. Because isn't marriage like a big...
1: Oh, but how long has he had this child? And that, because that could be, okay, so I'm going to go through. Uh, I did this for 20 years. I can only speak for myself. It was lonely. I had no friends on the outside. Such are viewed as worldly. Satan uses them. Myself and my child, who I raised in it since birth, attended. I walked into the kingdom hall, lucky if someone said hello. I always made the effort to speak to others, but after one sentence, they walked away. I think it's the kid. Yeah. It's the kid. Yeah. It's definitely, the, it, he's a single father, and oh. they probably look at him in a negative light because he's a single father.
0: But they still have to be accepting, so and that's so they, why he could stay in it.
1: So they have to be, like, air quotes accepting, not, like, actually accepting. Yeah. Because that's really what, like, acceptance and tolerance is nowadays. It's air quotes acceptance and tolerance because, like, if people are uncomfortable with with stuff, they'll say that they're tolerant, but really they'll, like, make every effort to avoid it and they just won't outwardly say Mm -hmm. what they're against. But, yeah, this guy... um, Hey man, you messed up being a single father in the Jehovah's Witness church, and that I think I think we solved the mystery. Yeah. Wow. So, honestly, this has been a great episode. Um, I'm really, I'm really happy with the post that we found in Cincinnati. I'm extremely happy with uh, what we were able to cover on the Manners Forum, and believe me, folks. You will be hearing a lot from the Manners Forum because I have multiple, yeah. multiple posts on deck. So just I hey, keep coming back if you want to hear about the <laughs> stuff that we found. Or go on the Manners Forum yourself and yeah. stop listening to us all together. Uh-huh. and make your own opinions and make your own podcast. Yeah. Well, that's really it. Chloe, yeah. you got anything else to say to our to say to our viewers before we head out?
0: Um Thank you for staying with us.
1: Yeah, honestly, thank, you know, it's been, it's been a great episode and if you decided to click and stay the whole time, uh, thanks for connecting.
0: And it's past midnight, so happy birthday, Ryan.
1: Oh, come on. (laughs) You didn't have to, you didn't have to say that, um, yeah, but I'm 21 now, so I could, I could head down to i to head down to Sally's and there buy a is. beer for there myself, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you next episode, everyone.